Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Prep Life Podcast. This is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger. And my phone is ringing. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, so today we are going to be talking about ways to get back on track after the holidays, um, particularly a vacation. If I'm talking about myself, uh, when I was on vacation in Colorado, and then Lee Marie is going to share her insights on just getting back on track after holidays as well. So on this podcast, we are all about just sharing our fails or anything that we learn from um, and just being real, raw and transparent when it comes to, you know, we're human beings, we're not robots. And sometimes things get off track, but that doesn't mean that, you know, everything doesn't have to be a failure. It can just be a learning experience in which as long as you're taking a lesson from it and moving forward, with, you know, even better tools in your toolbox, then that's what it's all about. So 13 simple ways to reboot your diet after a vacation or a holiday. Lee Marie, welcome. <laughs> hello, hello, everyone. So why don't you talk about maybe our first point that we have here and just getting back to a normal routine after a vacation or a long holiday? Yeah, I love this one. And I would even start as soon as you get home. It says, have a shower immediately when you return home. I love that. You're going to feel so much better after you take a shower and then unpack your bag. So if you are gone, unpack everything, throw it in the wash, put everything away. Literally, you could set a timer. This is what helps me is I'll say, I'm going to unpack for 15 minutes. I will set that timer and I will go ham and literally you can get so much done in 15 minutes and it's so motivating to unpack and then drink a glass of water, get hydrated, especially if you are traveling, flying, riding in a car, anything like that, your body is going to be dehydrated. So just think about like you're taking a shower, you're washing the outside, you're drinking water, you're washing your inside, you're just... You're just starting over, starting fresh, getting your mind back into that routine. And then um, just kind of reminding yourself, we're back home, we're back to our routine, we're back to what, you know, we're used to, let's, let's go, you know, vacation mode is over, let's get back to work. Yeah, and I think, so I'm speaking specifically on my, my um, circumstance where I went to Colorado for a week, we basically left on Christmas and then came back on the 29th. And just, I mean, when you have been flying, first of all, it does dehydrate you being up in the air for that long, but also just like you feel gross after like traveling all day, you just feel stinky and all that. And I think that whenever we're around family and friends um, doing celebrations, it's easy to like stay up later than what we'd normally do for our routine. Maybe we're waking up earlier as well. I know in my case, I had to wake up even earlier than what I would normally on a like quote unquote vacation, just because I didn't want to miss out on like my family time. Um, you know, cause I'm only there for, you know, maybe once or twice a year and it was a couple of days and I really want to maximize my time and I didn't want to take away gym time from being with my family. So I woke up super early. So before everyone was awake, I wouldn't have to feel guilty, like getting my cardio and my weight training in. But then of course I would also stay up late kind of like hanging out with everyone because I didn't want to miss out on that. So just getting back into your sleep cycle when you come back from a vacation, make sure that you're trying to do that immediately, like the exact time that you would normally go to bed when you're not on vacation and just making sure you have a 
regulated sleep cycle. It really just helps with food control. I feel like when you're overly tired or you're staying up later than what your body wants to, waking up earlier than what it wants to, you're going to feel that exhaustion is going to kind of roll over into like some bad eating habits and some munchy, like you just don't have as much willpower. Would you agree? Absolutely. And I've even noticed um, when I'm getting the munchies or craving, or I just feel like I'm hungry all the time. Like I'm just hungry. Mm-hmm. I want Really, if you take a step back, it's like, no, you're not hungry. You're freaking exhausted. You are so drained, so worn down, so sleep deprived from, like you said, staying up late to hang out with family, getting up extra early so that you don't waste any family time doing your you know, workouts. And so I will just find myself needing to eat just to get that energy. And uh, so to just be aware of that, okay, I'm not, I don't actually need the food. I need the rest. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that dopamine, like that. It's our it's our body's preservation mechanism, right? So, like when we're tired, um, we just feel like we're like trying to survive, and we want to make sure we're eating food so that we can feel like um, I don't know, like we have, like you said, energy or just mm-hmm. um, kind of like that comfort when we're not feeling like ourselves. Um, another recommendation would be to so tip number two is to shop for groceries, and you could do that immediately when you get back home, um, just to make sure you have fresh foods on hand. Cause if you're gone for a long time, you know, you may have cleaned out the fridge before you left just to make sure nothing spoiled or got or rotten. If you not do that, do that when you get home because it probably has spoiled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just getting like fresh, um, you know, vegetables or fruits, um, making sure you're restocking that a tip that I have, and this is kind of like a hack that just to keep that whole thing simple is actually prepping the food before you leave and freezing it. So for me, like I'll, you know, have like pre-portioned bags of chicken, ground chicken that are portioned out with like some cauliflower rice. Um, I'll have some frozen vegetables in my freezer so that when I come back, I'm able to just get right back into the swing of things, even if I don't have time for groceries. So like, for example, this last trip, you know, I got home at like eight o'clock at night, um, barely being able to do my shower and unpack and things. So it was good so that when I woke up the next day, I had things that were in the freezer that were ready and available. So that's another tip that you could do as well. I was thinking about this in regards to since I was not traveling for the holidays, but I love the holidays. And one thing that I love to do is cook and bake for the holidays. And so I've been baking um, pretty much every weekend in December. But a tip that I have for like beforehand, this works for me. It probably doesn't work for a lot of you listeners because I go and I bake at my parents' house because that's where my family congregates. So I just go and I use their kitchen and I bake and it fills my baking need. And I love baking for my family and making all the Christmas treats and stuff. But then I can leave and the cookies (laughs) stay there and the bars stay there and the cheesecake stays there. Or if you have like a party or you have a celebration on Christmas and you make a lot lot of things. If you have people over, pack up the leftovers, send them away, make little plates with all your cookies, send them away, try to clear your kitchen from like, enjoy it on the holidays, then clear it out. Because I mean, honestly, those Christmas cookies are not that great 
two, three days after Christmas anyways. And you don't need them around like tempting you when you're tired, when, you know, they're just sitting there, you're working your discipline muscle, always saying no, always saying no when you have Tupperwares of Christmas cookies or fudge or whatever it is. So pack it up, get it out, replace it with the new groceries and get right back in out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And I think we kind of talked about number three, just prioritize fresh produce and making sure that you have things on hand. I find like if you don't like freezer um, type of vegetables that, you know, it does cost a little bit more, but sometimes for the convenience of just like having things ready the next day, going to the pre-cut like vegetable section in the produce where the they've already chopped things up for you and then you can like get a rotisserie chicken or something, something that's already made that's on hand. I know Sprouts has um, just chicken breast where they pull it off the rotisserie and it's in a container. So doing things like that just in the intermediate or um, is just like a good tip as well. Um, and then I always make sure I have like a protein tub that's still readily available. And then I'll get like some you know, some plain non-fat Greek yogurts, just things that are easy that I don't have to cook that will keep me on track. Yeah. I know that convenience foods are more expensive, but I always justify it in that I am buying time. (laughs) Yeah. I'm buying time, investing in my goals because honestly, if I buy, you know, a bunch of the cheaper, like a head of broccoli, a head of cabbage or a head of you know, cauliflower, a bunch of green beans. Am I really going to wash clean and prep them? Probably not. So then I'm actually not going to eat them and hit my goals. So I'm investing in my goals uh, by spending a little bit more money on those things. So then yeah, and then prioritizing your time in places where you can make money. Exactly. Very key. Yeah. So number four is don't grab the remote. So don't um, just sit down and watch a lot of TV when you're tired. Um, Do things that relax you. Definitely some of my favorites are to read a book or take a bath, listen to a podcast, things like that. Um, So definitely make time to just chill and relax. But there's something about sitting and watching TV that just kind of goes hand in hand with snacking. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. at least for me, um, if I'm going to watch something on TV, I save it for my cardio. And that just keeps my cardio exciting. And I know a lot of competitors will do that. And if you have a show that you binge watch or it's YouTube or a movie or something, save it for your cardio. Then you look forward to doing your cardio, but then you're also busy. Most of us don't feel like munching on popcorn or leftover Christmas cookies when we're on the treadmill. (laughs) So um, that would be my tips for avoiding snacking during watching TV, like derailing your time, but do spend some time relaxing and doing things that help you recover. I definitely think there are healthy and beneficial ways to do that. Yeah. Sometimes you need a vacation from the vacation. (laughs) Um, It's so true. But I think too, like the blue light thing with TV has a big component too of just like getting overstimulated when your brain is not supposed to be. So making sure, especially like that last hour before you go to bed, that it doesn't have that blue light um, and you're not having that screen time with your TV. Um, Because I think that too, when you're not, when you're actually supposed to be like increasing your melatonin, um, that light, the receptors in your eyes are thinking that it's, it's getting that confusing signal where cortisol would be raising when it should be going down and melatonin should be going up. 
So another key point on that TV thing. So number five is avoid added sugar. And I just think whenever we go on vacation, you know, may have had a lot of inflammation, inflammatory foods introduced that we don't normally indulge in and just trying to keep, you know, things that are going to bring inflammation down, things that are going to be like volumetric and things with antioxidants, things that are low on, you know, just keeping your blood sugars like a little bit better maintained because, you know, those sweets and things are out during holidays and um, on buffets for, you know, vacations and things like that. So trying to kind of swap those out for some, you know, more single food ingredients might help you get back on track just a little bit more because of the fiber and things. I love that. I love that swapping it out for a single ingredient foods that just simplifies <laughs> it so much. Just think of something that has one ingredient, have an apple, yep. have yep. blackberries, have blueberries, have stuff like that. Like you can have natural sugars, especially if you are, you know, like working out, have them pre-workout, things like that. Um, but yeah, limiting right after the holidays is definitely it's something that I'm just like, just jump in, just it, jump into the ice cold bath, just eliminate it out. It'll take a couple of days. You've probably been sugar overloaded, but a couple of hard days and you'll be right back to normal. And another huge tip, number six, that will help with this and with energy and with everything is hydrating mm -hmm. frequently. So I have the set I always have my goal to drink a gallon of water a day and I've been drinking out of an actual gallon because it helps me measure versus um usually I'm counting how many water bottles I drink but just starting in January I was like I'm just gonna start just with a whole gallon so that I make sure I get through this gallon and it helps so much it helps you feel better it helps with cravings it helps with energy helps with your digestion which is huge for me and I feel like a lot of competitors, just because we get so strict with our food intake during prep, during that off season and or reverse diet, which I'm still in my reverse phase, getting your digestion back, fill it, you know, giving your body foods that you don't normally eat, which could be all of us through the holidays. Um, our digestion can definitely slow down. And I think staying fully hydrated will also help with that. Yeah, it helps with fullness. Like a lot of times we'll actually be dehydrated when we feel like we're hungry. So even if you're not in reverse and you have like super normal hunger cues, if you're dehydrated, it will give you a false sense of being hungry when you're actually just thirsty. So that's something to keep in mind. And then also the extra water, if you can do at least an ounce per pound of body weight or more, it will really start to flush a lot of the inflammation um, and like water retention that you may have from overindulging. And then seven is just restart or just like amp up your exercise routine. So making sure that, you know, if you are one of those people that's having a hard time getting motivated after like a vacation and some time off of work, sometimes that can, especially if we kind of like felt like we had eaten poorly, we have lower energy um, and lower motivation. Um, and so some of us, you know, really get discouraged by that. Some of us do the opposite where we're like, I need to work out to like put these calories to use. I need to get my inflammation down. But those of you that struggle, you know, really be intentional about preparing it like an appointment, setting out your clothes. If you have to making sure that you're, um, you know, getting back into a routine 
of getting that um, exercise back in. So I actually started implementing something new this year. Um, I have been doing hit cardio um, and I like to run sprints. So usually I run sprints on the treadmill, but I noticed after my show, when I'm in show mode and you can like visualize being on stage and stuff, that is so motivating. Like that's better than pre-workout for me. Like the pressure's wow. on the show. But after the show, it was kind of like thinking about running sprints for half an hour or 20 minutes or even 15 minutes was getting like mentally draining and it was hard to psych myself up for it. So mm-hmm. I actually started going to a gym called F45 and um taking their group exercise classes and I just add up the minutes for my cardio and it's it's sort of like um like an orange theory or a boot camp I don't know they're all over the place but it's really fun you get pushed really hard you, they watch your heart rate so you keep your heart rate you know within a range it's very motivating yeah. and what I do is I just um I modify any movements that are not beneficial to me and I'm a trainer so uh-huh. I can that but even you know if you're a competitor you know how to modify movements that are not in your program and then I'll go lighter on the weights and just keep my heart rate up and I do it like cardio so it's like a circuit of cardio for me and it's so much fun and I've been pushing myself so hard so just something new like that that I would normally never do because I and I do cardio but using something like that for your cardio just mix it up helped me so much Yeah, especially if you're a social person and you do like you really feed off of other people's energy. It's so good to get in that environment where you're in a group setting. Um, I definitely feel that same way about like my cardio tennis and things. It's like it's so much more fun when it's a game um, Then you don't even notice you're working out. Just finding something you really love and using that as your exercise, I think, is like a big key that you brought up, which is so important. Um, Number eight is catch up on sleep. So just making sure that we kind of talked about this before, but just making sure that your sleep hygiene is in place so that, you know, you're doing things like reading a book before bed, putting your phone on do not disturb, you know, making sure your, your setup for your sleeping is like that ideal temperature of like 68 degrees, that it's dark. And um, something I got for Christmas this year was a nod pod. Have you ever heard of those? No. Yeah. So it's like this really comfy, like, um, basically it's like an eye mask, but it's like weighted. So, um, and it kind of is like longer. It doesn't wrap around like a normal eye mask. Um, but it makes the room dark. And then if you turn your head, it, it kind of like is weighted down so you can move your head throughout. Um, just kind of making sure everything's completely dark and that you're doing things to um, keep up and maintain sleep hygiene. If you've gotten into a bad habit of, you know, like watching a movie late at night and kind of kicking some of those things and just getting back into your regiment is super helpful. So I just have a little encouragement on number eight because this is a struggle for me and I hear this all the time and I feel like sleep in our busy and overstimulated life, uh, lifestyles, <laughs> sleep is something that I will tell my clients and it's almost like it's too overwhelming to even think about. And they'll be like, well, sleep is just something that I deal with. I don't sleep much. That's it. So if that's you, if you're thinking, well, there's no way I can do all these things. Like I have kids or I, you know, this is the only time I check my email or whatever it is. That's like, sleep is like not ever going to get better 
try and think of some low hanging fruit. Just start somewhere. Think what is one thing this week that you could do to make it better? Maybe you are on your phone in bed. Uh, what is one thing you could do? Wear blue light glasses. Um, you know, maybe try and limit the time. Go to bed five minutes earlier. Pick one thing and it just changes the way you think from I can't even go there. I will never sleep well to how can I sleep just a little bit better? And it changes your mindset so that you can grow and you can gradually get to these places where an hour before bed, you're reading a book. You don't have a screen time on. You have a cool head mask and your temperature controlled room and things like that. But you just started by opening up the possibility that you could do a little bit better with sleep. We can yeah. do a little bit better with sleep, guys. Just a little. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number nine. Do you want to take that one? Sure. Yes. Give your immune system a boost. So traveling, holidays, being around a lot of different people, eating a lot of different foods can definitely tax our immune system. And I know that there are a lot of colds going around and things like that. So getting back on healthy foods, filling your body with high nutritional, nutritionally dense foods, getting on a really good multivitamin. I've started taking um, just straight vitamin C powder as well. Um, also, if you're doing things like taking vitamin D, it's in the middle of the winter just to help your mood and things like that. Um, and then you know, make sure your fiber is on point. If you track your fiber or get a lot of fruits and vegetables, digestion, water, I mean, all the things that we've talked about already. But then on top of that, I would definitely add in, make sure you're taking a multivitamin and or supplementing with a vitamin C powder, you know, um, something like that are really good. We, um, we love first forms products. They have micro factor packs that are their multivitamins. They have vitamin C that you can take. They actually have a micro factor, um, drink powder, drink mix powder that you can take. If you hate taking pills, you can just mix it in your drink and it helps you drink more water too. So I'm they have dummies now too. Yeah, <laughs> they're for kids. Oh. Yeah. They're like kid friendly ones, but yeah, um, we can put the link in the show notes, but definitely you're on the right track with the vitamin D too, because we don't get as much sun exposure. And that's one of the vitamins that really helps us with our immunities. So number 10 is just repairing your gut and detoxifying your liver. So I think, you know, if we overindulge, especially like with alcohol, it's really important to address the liver and kind of getting that back on track. And then if you've had a bunch of inflammatory foods, you know, healing the gut lining is super important as well as just like allowing your body to have, um, you know, even like the good bacteria. So populating your gut with that, um, either if it's a probiotic, um, or just anything from food, like, um, you can do different like types of Greek yogurt, spinach, oats, getting variety in your foods to repopulate the gut with some good bacteria is super helpful. Okay. Um, number 11. Number 11, stop drinking. So this is another great way to just jump right in and just cut it out, go through detox for a week or something. If you've been drinking a little bit more in the holidays, I kind of find whatever we are doing normally, kind of just we're casual, like I'm a casual caffeine drinker, right? During the holidays, it went way high, like it escalated. So if you're a casual drinker, usually during the holidays, it's going to escalate. So maybe just cutting it out again, give yourself a break from it. Just say, I'm 
I'm taking a break, a detox. Um, if it's mentally too much to think I'm just cutting alcohol out of my life, you don't have to do that, but it's going to be good for your body to detox, good for your liver, all of the things. It's going to help you feel better, maybe not at first, but it will eventually help you feel much better. And it's also going to help you with all those things like weight loss goals, sleep goals. It affects the quality and quantity of your sleep so much. Um, being hydrated, working out all of those things. So work on trying to maybe take a sober January or something and just hit those goals of cutting alcohol out for, for at least just a period of time. And um, you're going to feel a lot better. Yeah. And you'll probably find that you have more willpower to, if you're anything like me, where when you drink, like your inhibitions kind of your guard kind of comes down and you tend to overeat um, with like drunk munchies and things like that. Um, number 12. And again, we're not trying to like preach like supplement, 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 but I will say that I'm a big believer in magnesium. So 12 is a recommendation to consume more magnesium. It calms you down at night. Um, it definitely brings, um, you know, the CNS down, but it also helps with digestion. I, love, love, love my, um, salted chocolate, um, magnesium. It's zero calories sweetened with stevia. Again, we can put this in the show notes for like for the link there, but, um, you can also get magnesium through different types of foods that are rich in it, like pumpkin seed, um, spinach, things like that. But that magnesium will really help you, um, kind of help with your digestion if it's been off. And then it'll also help you get more relaxed and um, into a mode of probably better nighttime routine. And then the last and final one, do you want to talk do. about that? I know you're a caffeine girl, so this is right yeah. up your alley. <laughs> okay, so this last point, 13, ditch the buzz, go for caffeine alternatives. I love that idea. I know that's something you told me, Amy, when I was first, the first time you took me off caffeine after a show for a detox and you said get alternatives. So instead of like, I have coffee every single morning. I, I just do. I wake up, I drink water too. But the first thing I drink is like 16 ounces of coffee. And then I drink like 24 ounces of water. So I start my day. But what you said was start with half calf the first week, then do decaf and then do an alternative, you know, and so replacing the caffeine, but or taking out the caffeine, but not replacing the habit because it is kind of a mm -hmm. comfort thing. And then in the afternoon or before my workout, I'd have an energy drink and you were like, get a soda, get a sparkling water, um, you know, something with no caffeine, but you still get that cold, refreshing, bubbly thing. So try and replace your caffeine and you can do it one at a time. You know, like I didn't just take everything out the first week. I did do, I started with one cup of coffee and then I did one cup of half calf Then I did decaf. Um, same thing with the energy drinks. I started drinking something that had 50 grams or milligrams of caffeine instead of 250 milligrams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> grams, not milligrams um, of caffeine. And then, you know, we took it down to zero, but I was still having that um, go-to sensation that of that. Yeah. The, yeah. the drink that helped me. So that is a big thing with caffeine, replace things versus taking them out. And again, mm -hmm. tell yourself it's a detox. You don't have to take caffeine out for the rest of your life. I know that's probably overwhelming to most of us. I don't mm -hmm. want to do that, but even detoxing the caffeine, when you bring it back in, your body is so much more sensitive of it. You need less 
And you'll just get that buzz with so much less caffeine after you get through the first, you know, several weeks without it. Yeah. Cause your adrenals get really taxed and caffeine is one of those things that you keep building tolerance and keep building it. And then you start overdoing it and it makes you more tired by consuming it because your adrenals by that time have just pumped out so much cortisol that they're completely exhausted and they stop working in your favor, which adrenals are a huge component in helping with like our sex hormones and our thyroid function and all of that. So if our adrenals are taxed, you know, especially after a show, like when we've put stressors on our body, like dieting, cardio, increased movement, all of those are stressors for the body. So, um, you know, during the holidays, it's kind of the same thing. Our stress is high and we're probably doing consuming a little bit more caffeine. If we can limit that, um, even for 14 days, it really resets your receptor sites. So you become a lot more um, kind of sensitive, like you mentioned. And then you probably are going to find that you're getting better quality sleep too, especially if you're doing it later in the day and now you've kind of cut that out. But yeah, um, I think, you know, in the winter, even if you're a tea person, instead of consuming like black tea or green tea, if you like that warm, hot feeling, just do like an herbal tea. Um, you know, I do a lot of that stuff at night, but um, anymore, I like, you know, a diet Coke caffeine free. I love that. It's just as tasty as one with caffeine and I don't need the extra. So I try to find like the diet Pepsis with, you know, caffeine free and stuff like that. So, um, good tips. I hopefully everybody found, um, at least one useful item throughout our list of 13 ways that you can reboot after the holidays. Comment below if you are one that has had that um, same experience as myself, where you kind of are looking to get back on track um, after the holidays. And if you would like guidance on prepping for a show, then we would love it if you could go to glambrowbikini.com and hit the get started button. We could set up a phone call and um, get you set up with your unicorn prep. If you liked the show, please tag us on your story. You can find us on Instagram at Prep Life Podcast or at Glam Girl Bikini. And I'm found at um, Amy Anger, and that's E-H-I-N-G-E-R. And can you share your Instagram handle as well? Yeah, I'm found at Lee Marie 183 Yeah, so feel free to DM us, um, shoot us a message. If, you know, you enjoyed the content, please be sure to send a rating and review. That's the way that this podcast grows. We stay ad free uh, because we just want to pay it forward to others. So by giving us a rating and review that helps other people that are interested in the same topics find our podcast. So with that, this is your founder and CEO of Glam Girl Bikini, Amy Anger, signing off with my fabulous co-host, Lee Marie. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>